a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Good evening and welcome to Inception Podcast. Um, this evening I have a very, 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 very special guest. I think he's amazing. Um, but before we go there, I would just like to say you can find Inception Podcast on the Forbidden Knowledge News Network where you can find amazing, inspirational and exceptionally conscious expanding interviews and discussions. Um, also on the network, they have Forbidden Knowledge News, Beyond Classified, Day Zero, Dawson Time, Raised by Giants, um, The Quantum Guide Show, and Going Down the Rabbit Hole. So as you can see, there's a diverse variety of topics, opinions, truths, and discussions where you can go in, you can take what resonates, or you can put the rest to the side. So that being said, and I've done my bit of um, shameless advertising there, for the network, I would like to welcome you, Preston, to Inception Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Gloria. I'm very excited to be here. Brilliant. Brilliant. So before we go into the eight doors, could you just give a, even though you're coming on the special um, podcast where we're going to more in depth of your whole spiritual life, could you just give us a brief introduction about you and, and what you're about? Yeah, sure. I came into this field of ufology and the paranormal as a complete skeptic. I was kind of dragged into it by accident, kicking and screaming. <laughs> I did not like talking about this stuff. I just didn't believe in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was 1986. I heard a report of about a UFO sighting on the news and remembered that my older brother, Mark, had said he'd seen a UFO some years earlier. And so I asked him about it. <laughs> I was finally willing to listen, and he described it an incredible sighting. Mm -hmm. And uh, that really got me interested. So I started asking other people. Huge mistake, because I found out uh, I had several family members yeah. who had had incredible encounters, and not just with UFOs, but a wide range of paranormal. Yeah. And friends, too. And like an idiot, I brought it up at work. And uh, that was it. My belief system was shattered. Yeah. And uh, that sort of started my journey towards trying to figure out what is going on with yeah. this planet. Yeah. You can say what the fuck is going on. It's okay. <laughs> it's my podcast, so you can. Okay, there's a brief description. Um, but Preston will be on Inception Special, where we're going to go deep and deeper and deeper. And he's going to share some amazing experiences and how he's spiritual path has taken him to where he is now however are you ready to go down the rabbit hole this evening Preston okay I'm buckled in let's do it yeah you know you want to do it you know you <laughs> okay so we'll go to the first door and the first door is has a question as we go in and shut the door as what is the human experience so what is this human experience all about from your truth at the moment. What is it about? Oh, it is quite shocking to find myself here. I have to tell you that. Um, I re realized it about age nine. I'm like, wow, 
yeah. I am a person yeah. on a planet in this yeah. family mm-hmm. having this human experience. And uh, it was really quite a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, you know, I look at uh, life here on earth as a place to have experience, to learn, mm-hmm. to experience stuff you can't experience elsewhere. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that's kind of the conclusion I've come to now because there's, there's stuff here, I mean, that you can't experience on the other side, say, pain and I, loss. I, I, and- I can't believe <laughs> anywhere else in the universe they go through what we experience, I'm sure. So, yeah, I resonate yeah. with that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I look at it as kind of a, a, a tough school, <laughs> a really difficult school, and I'm awesome. really looking forward to, <laughs> to graduating. <laughs> One oh, day. Oh, yeah. can, we, let's all, can we graduate tomorrow, please? I've, let's all go. Let's go. Now, uh, I, I hear what you're saying, and it, it's a sentiment that's gone through many people as we've gone on the journey. You go, I can't do it anymore. But, however, we keep going. We keep going because we're going to come to the other doors where this will expand on that. So, okay, right, we've got that. So now we're going through door two. We're down the tunnel. We're moving fast, um, going deeper. This human experience that you've just um, spoke about, who is it that's having it? So who am I having this human experience? So if I come from my truth and I come from my truth is non-duality, so I have to use labels. Um, I am consciousness or a multidimensional being having a human experience which separates me from the human side so that's just for me so for you who am i who are you that is having this human experience as preston yeah boy i wish i knew <laughs> um this has been a journey that i've been you know it's all you know identity what a loaded question that is because yeah. i always thought of myself as like you know i'm this i'm a boy here on earth yeah so, start to have past life memories yeah at some point and i'm like And at some point, you start to realize, like, you know, I actually probably, if I lived before, um, when we pass on, we don't go away, we are immortal beings. We're immortal. Beautiful. And this is when I realized, I'm like, I am a part of this universe. I am an indivisible, immortal part of this universe. And it's the greatest gift ever. And it's just something I still can't wrap my head around is that being part of infinity, being yeah. part of this yeah. incredible mm-hmm. thing that we call consciousness and life and existence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that to me is like a journey of discovery. You know, to me, I look at my identity now as the clothes I'm wearing. Now, this yeah. is the yeah. the suit I've put on mm-hmm. to explore Earth this yeah. time around. Yeah. Because when I pass on, I'm like, well, I I don't want to become someone else. <laughs> you know, if if I'm reincarnated, I don't want to leave me behind. I love me. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> but then I realized, like, okay, you know, I'm I can change my name. People do that all the time. You know, I, I can change my clothes. I can have another hard, experience. I always find, you know, <laughs> even with an understanding that, you know, because I have the same understanding, we are immortal beings, um, but I just express it differently, which is the, the richness and the beautiful diversity of being here, that we're all experiencing the human experience, but however we express it differently, which is, is beautiful. But I still can't, I just say I am consciousness, or I can say I'm an immortal being. I cannot, my mind cannot even grasp the magnificence of, or the true aspect or essence of what that is. It's so inf- infinity, eternal, and it's like at the moment... It is a hard thing to to really wrap your head around. It really is. And you just keep going, expanding a bit more. You get a little bit more. And then you get to the point where you understand you're not the human suit or vehicle or identity. But it's there's so much to find out what we truly are. It's I think it's an eternal expression. So I, I love your one. I love your... I'm an immortal being. You're one of the immortals, Preston. 
<laughs> we all are. It's really I know cool. we, all, we all are. Okay. Now, even though so we, we've shut door number two now, we're camping out now. I've got my coffee tonight. You can have whatever you want. I'm I'm laying on a camping bed. You can get your own bed. You're not sharing mine. Or sit on the floor. Because um, I want to hear the next part. I want to be quiet and hear the next part. In door number three, you, Preston, a.k.a., and I say that with the most sincerity and heartfelt love, why are you here? Even though... You touched upon it on the first door about having the human experience. Um, my, I would say there's got to be a bit more than that. There, you know, we always talk about a purpose, even though we don't want to talk about a purpose. However, why you, Preston, the immortal being, why are you here experiencing this? Why? What is the reason? <laughs> I ask myself that every day. I'm like, oh, what what have I done? <laughs> Why did I come that down is, here? <laughs> stop it. You're naughty. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm I'm really lucky. I, you know, I've got five brothers and sisters, yeah. and uh, we've all gone off on our separate career paths and such. One has passed away. But I knew from a very early age, and they were always kind of envious of me. Like, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah. I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be a writer but I wanted to tell incredible stories yeah. and I wasn't sure where that was going to take me, but I found out early enough mm -hmm. uh, that, that I wanted to sort of be a writer. That was, it was just implanted in me somehow. And uh, so the I, writer, that, what does the writer narrate? So what is it that you, this magnificent being you, um, you've, we've all got an individual, a sort of like, um, persona skill set that we're here to do okay some because in minds are or media um podcast shows what is the narrative that you're giving in these books that you're writing or whatever you're writing so what is it you're bringing to um, yeah yeah i always wanted to tell incredible stories i knew that was it and I, and as i started i mean i knew from about age nine when i wrote a poem and it got you know one first place in this contest mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm like, hmm, maybe science fiction, because I love science fiction and cool. fantasy. And uh, I actually tried really hard to do that. And it, mm, it just wasn't there. And you know, now I've since done pretty w good with it. Yeah. I won, won a few contests and published a bunch of stories. But I got pulled into UFOs. And that's when I realized, oh, this is <laughs> really profound. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. And not only UFOs, but ghosts. And yeah. Human levitation and life after death and Bigfoot, yeah. and uh, I waking people up. Sort of my mission to let people know that we are not alone in the universe. One and two, we're immortal beings. How beautiful! Um, so, like life after death and near death experiences and out of body experiences and mm -hmm. and aliens, ETs. <laughs> that. <laughs> That is absolutely on the wall behind him, guys. He uh, look at the pictures on the wall behind him. Yeah, yeah. The, the friends, the visitors, the visitors. So I mean that that is beautiful. I mean, and why I love hearing this time and time again on the pod. It's, it's just so enriching for me. Is you've basically said it. Come here to wake, awaken other beings that you're more than what you think you are. You are not alone. In fact, you're more powerful than you could ever imagine. And everyone I've spoken to, whatever realm they come through, whether it's through movie making, documentaries, writing books, doing art, it does the same underlying message is there. So could I not digress, but slightly digress and say, do you think, Preston, that that this timeline you're on now? is specifically for what is being labeled a great awakening. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's amazing to see how, how many people are waking up and how the whole paradigm is beginning to change yes. and how everyone seems to be searching for answers. And uh, 
this is a really neat time to be yeah. doing UFO research. And, you know, I feel like what you said earlier, uh, I mean, we do have the entire power of the universe within us. Yes. That, that's what I want people to know. It's like, you are a part of this universe. And that means that you have all of the universe within you. <laughs> anything, you can do anything. Yeah. We are, and that's sort of my goal is to, I mean, if I could have any wish that came true, it would be to be enlightened, to yes. sort of become yeah. a fully realized human being. Yeah. People talk about, you know, superhuman abilities. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they're not superhuman. They yeah. are natural. They're, human they're normal. Abilities. They're normal. They're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have the ability to levitate. Seriously. We just, we just don't believe we do. We just don't believe. And this is where it comes into part of, sharing this um i call everyone the gods i say we are the gods and why not because we're all equal there's no hierarchical system um it's deconstructing the belief systems of the human identity and i find that's the only way you can do that to actually find, find what you're not before you can find who you are but it is i must say it at the moment i am i am witnessing um so many it's like really shifting shifting awakening ones i wouldn't even expect to even get interested in this field never be near it and on top of that um as i'm a psychic medium myself so i obviously you know i'm around that type of humans people have got these gifts and these abilities ones that, that they're just opening up even before what we would deem awakening they say i can do this and i can now see dead people and and the, i was attracting and they're they're going what's going on everyone's going what is going on so i put all of it in the paranormal umbrella et um ghosts or oh, dead people ufo the whole lot is in one and it and all the what we call gifts are not gifts they're all enhancing in every individual being. Um, and sadly, one has to say, and it has to happen, they're also enhancing with the negative Nellies because they're using it for their different reasons, so to speak. Does that, does that <laughs> resonate with you, that how this is really expanding, that everyone is more joyous? Who would have thought, if you looked on the TV, you go, ah, let's commit suicide. If you don't look at the TV... You can actually see people are more happy, more joyous, becoming more, we use the word spiritual. Does that resonate with you? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Yeah. And I think negativity ser serves a function. It does. You know, it, it, it allows people to make a decision. Yes. A choice. <laughs> And I look at people as kind of like flowers as a, just a simple analogy, you know, and right now we're seeing an enormous number of these flowers blooming Absolutely. and it is beautiful. <laughs> Everyone yeah. blooms in their own time, with <laughs> enough water and sunlight. Yeah. And uh, now we're seeing just these fields of flowers. Beautiful. And it it's is. gorgeous. <laughs> and for those that want to see it, it's there if you turn off the TV. It is there. You must find as you go on different shows, as you're invited on, and um, I know as a guest come on to mind, um, the more that happens, the more what you've just described um, becomes more validated. And I think that's what's needed. Because at one point, there were many of us sort of here in a, our own little experience, but we felt quite alone at one point. But there seems to be this, 
the past two years, the pushback from what we perceive, the illusionary negative, has actually done, this is the outcome of it. So without that pushback from two years ago, this wouldn't be, this conversation wouldn't be happening today. So it just goes to show, does it not? People are finally becoming aware of the greed and the negativity (laughs) and the divisiveness that's choking our planet. And they're saying, no, nope, I'm not, I'm not not a part of that. (laughs) I'm not, I don't want to do it no more. I'm not going to. And, and they've got this like certainty within them that they've, and the clarity that they've never had before. So anyway, because we could digress on that because it's a beautiful, that's that's another show to talk about that. So now we've got there. Now we've got there. We're going to go to door number four. Now, door number four, um, we're very deep down the rabbit hole now because um, I I really would like you, no pressure, because I'm like that, (laughs) no pressure. I would really like to give your most expansive view of this is us, these beings, these gods, these whatever we're called, um, our labels, are in this reality. What is this reality now i have multiple analogies i try to articulate something that is intangible however i sort of come off the back a bit with quantum physics and some and obviously great speakers like Alan watts so i i i describe my this reality as it's a movie there's a screen there's a movie going on um i'm in the movie playing a role um, I've scripted it. I've got the, the characters, the bad guys, the good guys, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm also observing it at the same time. So it's um, a duality of juxtaposition, so to speak. And I've used that analogy to say I'm of it. I'm in it, but not of it, so to speak. Um, some people say it's a simulation. I've used the word matrix. I've used the word holographic, illusion. However, how would you describe this reality that us beings are in? Ah, reality. I, you know, as a writer, I like to look at it as a book, actually. You come down and you get to write your own book. You get to write your own story and move from chapter to chapter. And to me, it's all about experiencing and having fun. We are here to have fun. Yeah. To explore, to, you know, food, music, all all the dancing, sex, all the wonderful things, nature, you know, children, (laughs) baby animals, all the the sky, all of this stuff is so wonderful. What is it made of, though? What is it? What is it? How is it? How is it structured then? How do you think it's structured? Yeah. Um, because none I of us really is, know. We just got our own truth. So it's a tricky question because we look at you know ourselves as being these entities within a universe. Um, but having had a lot of out-of-body experiences and going to the other side, and you, you start to sort of uh get the sense that we are not as separate from reality and that we don't end, you know, where your wow. skin so to me, we are part of the universe and we are all one we're connected because you start having telepathy and empathy yeah i hear you i hear where you go with this yeah and and you sort of expand out into the universe around you to the point you're like wait a second what is going on here because i mean the first time you walk out of your body and you turn around and you look at it you're like oh holy shit what is going on yeah Yeah. and uh you start you know, having clairvoyance and precognition and uh, dreams that come true. That is such a wake up because uh, it's like becoming lucid in the dream. Yeah. 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 But you're awake and suddenly the world is dreamlike and it comes full circle. You realize, huh, I call it waking lucidity. Yeah. Suddenly wake up. I I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to take you back because I loved what you said um, that, I said, what is it, you know, the essence, what is this reality? And basically, I'm, I'm just, you know, um, paraphrasing, but you said, well, this reality is me. I'm the universe. And I'm wow, you couldn't get it. In it. But, oh, but that really, that hits, that hits the nail on the head. We've got many ways to describe it, but 
we are here to create the reality on an individual basis and a collective. And then it, we can call it quantum physics, we can call it simulation, we can call it a dream. However, you hit the nail on the head, which is beautiful. I'm going to plagiarize that. I do it on the show a lot. <laughs> plagiarize anything that's really fantastic. Um, well, this reality is me. So it's, it's like my hand is part of this being, yeah? So this is obviously, does that, you know what I mean, don't you? It's an extension of me. And I think that's a beautiful way to describe it. Yeah, it's amazing when you expand your awareness and you, know, you start to wake up. Yeah. Because I remember like once I was, uh, when I lived in a condo building, I was getting my mail. Suddenly I heard my phone ringing. But the problem is, it's like on the other side of the building. <laughs> There's no way you can hear it. I mean, it's impossible. And yet I heard it. I'm like, wow, I'm actually like in my unit, even though I'm, you know, hundreds of yards away and, you know, 10 or 20 walls be oh, yeah, yeah. separated from it. But I was part of it. You start to feel how yeah. connected you are to yeah. your reality. Yeah. You are yeah. your reality. Yeah, exactly. I think that's beautiful, Preston. I really do. I, I love that analogy and I'm going to plagiarize that, steal it and copyright it and uh, get over it. But no, that was beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, do you have any more um, to add on this reality? Um, and where I'd like to just go expand a bit is, for example, with the outer body experiences, do, do you, have you found due to the, let's say the paranormal experiences you've had, you understand, you come to the knowing that you are this because them individual experiences you've had have shattered what you thought was your reality, the 3D. Because the experiences the likes of us have break every Newtonian law there is. Um, and actually, it fits in with quantum physics. So I found, mine was when I saw myself on another timeline, it was me, but it wasn't the same me, if you know what I mean, the, one of the others. And that shattered, totally shattered, this, is, this isn't real. I'm more than this. That means I'm connected to something else. Would you resonate with that, that that's what that does when you have these experiences, whether ET, outer body, or near death? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was so, you know, initially a very... I would call myself a materialist. Yeah. I didn't believe in life after death. I thought only what you can touch and see yeah. and feel is real. Yeah. And then I, you know, my mom passed away. I ended up seeing her spirit. Mm -hmm. um, I started having these lucid dreams, moved to out body experiences, found out UFOs were real. <laughs> um, and uh, it, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it shattered my belief system. Yeah. And now I am afraid, honestly, to believe anything do you know I what just... <laughs> I, I agree I, I so agree I don't I'm I'm not I don't say I'm afraid I'm like I, I sit here most days even with all the shows I'm on and I'm going I don't know what is true or not no more I have no idea because every time I go to go towards something it's shattered something else happens it's <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> that's not it and it's it first of all it was an internal you know, working on myself. But now it seems like something else. Like, no, that's not it. And if you ask me this day now, what's the truth? And I say, I have no frigging idea at the moment. It's, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I can't find the language or even the comprehension to what I'm experiencing. I, I can't, there's nothing I can say. So yeah. I just don't want to have any beliefs no, anymore i just want to know well no, i know <laughs> i just I know, want to I know. know i don't want to believe i want to know what is it i do it all the time i go hey guys is what's the truth just tell me now you know you're doing this stuff you know and you're going oh here we go again so anyway no i love that right oh that was fantastic ironically you know i'm much more skeptical of stuff now oh god yeah i'm really like questioning everything because it was so difficult yeah going through this you know shattered having your belief system shattered was yeah. 
not fun. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't, oh, but, a, it wasn't um, a fun experience, was it? No, it was quite um, disorienting. To yeah. say that. And that's putting I think it, it takes you to the bridge. <laughs> what, it takes you to the bridge or the precipice of something. And you're either going to snap or you go poof, one or the other. I don't know. Um, and I've said it many times on the shows, people talk about that they had a dark night of the soul. I personally, you know, I've had decades of the dark night of the soul. It just, it's, it's a journey that you can't even describe what you go through. When yeah. you find out that everything you thought was true was not true. Um, yeah, one, one thing that's really important, I think, is letting go of fear. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I had a lot of fear. You know, after my mom passed away, I was terrified. Who was next? You know, we're all going to die. This yeah, is horrifying. Oh God, yeah. yeah. And, and I realized how fear based I was in my thinking until at some point, you know, I realized, like, well, hmm, I've been out of body, had all this stuff. I'm still here. Fear is a lie. Yeah. The universe is safe. Yeah. The yeah. very worst thing that can happen to you is like dying. Yeah. And what happens when you die? Oh, it's beautiful. The other side is gorgeous. But the, is, the, the fact uh, is, <laughs> in, other, in other timelines, our ancestors, they saw death as birth. It was out in the open. It was not feared. It was a natural, organic, mother earth progression with everything else that existed on this planet. Exactly. And someone decided to make money out of it and then the fear come in and then you get your life insurance and then you've got to pay for a funeral that goes up and then and it just went on. And then you're just told you're going to die all the time by everything and everything. So yes, it's, I think them, them experiences, um, I think they shatter it quite quickly. If you have a near death or an out of body, they really do because that unconditional love that doesn't dissipate. You may come back to being, you know, your normal human self doing your work, but that stays and that opens a door, I think. For me, I found it was nearly dying quite a few times. Um, it, for me, the fear of death, I, I remember, I didn't remember one of them, the strongest one, and I had to just surrender. And I said, okay, I'm out, I surrender. The fear was horrible. I thought my heart was going to jump out. I was going to, I was sick. And all of a sudden, I can't die. What am I talking about? That's stupid. Boom. And then it went like that. So many, so I, I get that. But I'm also, I'm hearing, Preston, that many people are awakening to and overcoming the fear of the illusional death, because it is an illusion, um, without having near-death experiences and astral protection. It's just happening as a natural evolution of the, the conscious. Some things, some things are foot, I would say. They're just, no, don't feel yep. it anymore. And yep. that makes you think, what, well, what's shifted? Something, apps, we may not have seen this shift, but something is shifted where people are dropping the fear. And I do agree, it's, it's the strongest yeah. one that holds us back. Fear is exhausting. <laughs> it's, it's like being angry at someone. It's yes. exhausting, you know, and it's so much easier just to get along and, and yeah. not have fear. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, realizing that there is life after death ch changes you. Yeah. And yeah, you know, dying so sounds scary. And I'm still like, like hmm. Well, I, I want to start, I'm changing the English language and I want to call it transitioning. Now, I've got a new word instead of I don't want to use dying because it, it has negative connotation, low density, and it yeah. has a lot of shit with it, basically. But transitioning to um, a different experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, the word is a lie. You yeah. don't die. You don't you actually die. die. Yeah. It's walking through the door. Yeah. And in fact, every night we go to sleep. Sleep has been Same called a little death. Yes. You know? Yes. It's, yes. And, uh, I agree with we, you. <laughs> Every, we're all going out of body every night. People yeah. are like, oh, you know, I'm afraid of dying. I'm like, well, you kind of do it every single yes. night. <laughs> you know what? Even in when, when I studied years ago, I was studying the comparative religions. And even in the religion of Islam, it is stated that your sleep state at night is a sister. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Of the death. So it's in yeah. there. Even in Abrahamic religions, it's there. And every time we our consciousness shifts to another state, we're gone. We're out of body. Every night. Yeah. We're gone. And how... Everyone loves to go just to sleep. You know, you just crawl into bed and curl up and relax. It's like, oh, I get to sleep late. I, you know, yeah, this is how, what we should think of what I want transitioning. At, yeah, the uh, transitioning is. to that, the transitioning. To, you know, every night I go, to, I still do it. Every night when it, and I go to bed to sleep, I go, I love my sleep. I love my bed. It's just an automatic. And I go, ah! <laughs> it's like being home. I can't explain it. Not that I sleep. I don't sleep long hours, whatever. But it's something that we all do. Oh, and we buy very comfortable beds, don't we, to have a good night's sleep. And even if we've got a partner, you know, whatever with us, once we're there, we don't even know they're, they're sleeping next to us. We have no idea. We've forgotten. We've left this reality. We're off. We're gone. If we've got small babies or children, we've totally forgotten we've got them because we're not in this one Uh, we've transitioned. And I think that's why in Islam, way back um, in the 13th century, 12th century, it was trying to explain what sleep was. And the only way they could explain it back in the day was it's the sister of what you call death. Yeah. And we spend, uh, you, no <laughs> we spend a lot of time there. A quarter, a third of our lives is yeah. spent, you know, wandering around the universe. Yeah. I love it. Because when you start waking up and increasing your awareness, you realize you are not actually sleeping at yeah. all. You are out there fully conscious doing stuff. Consciousness yeah. never sleeps. <laughs> consciousness never sleeps. And it's, I think it's good that we've touched upon this. We have slightly digressed, but it's good because for people to understand what happens when you go to sleep, Um, and we spend more of, as you said, more of our, our lifespan sleeping than anything else. And we're trans transversing everywhere. We're doing everything that, which is our excitement to do. We're experiencing different worlds. Some are scary. Some are not scary. In some, we're superhumans. In some, um, we're in the universe with the planets or with, with ET beings or... And I think if you change, I always say, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at then change, and then the being's perception will change within. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what I've come to realize is each night what everyone does is they pop out of their body, they wander around their house a little bit, they go up to the lower astral planes yeah. over there, yeah. and then they touch the higher astral planes, and boom, oh. at some point they actually touch source everyone touches everyone, everyone every night connected. you've just reminded me of something this morning oh my god i haven't told anyone this i had a dream within a dream within a dream it was the weirdest thing and i lucid dream so i know i'm dreaming okay not all the time but 99 and i was lucid and there was this was yeah just in front of my face there's no fit no not like as a human would go out no it was just there i was And I went, oh, I'm dreaming. I need to wake up. And I shifted and thought I'd woken up. And there was a wasp. <laughs> and I went, ah, I need to wake up now. And, it was, and then I went, and it was like a dream within a dream. Wow, I've come out of the movie Inception. But it, I have no <laughs> idea what the wasp was representing. There was no fear, but my whole consciousness experienced a shift. It was a, I can't explain why. And I said, 
no, I'm still dreaming. Wake up. And I knew I, I was dreaming in a dream. How about that one? That's, that's a good one. Yeah, I love that. I've had it's that when I'm like dream. way high up there on the higher realms and you want to come down and wake up. And then I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm not awake yet. <laughs> and I'm yeah. writing down my dream, yeah. In, a yeah. dream in a dream, dream journal, if that makes yeah. any sense. <laughs> yeah, a dream, 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 dream journal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to step the memory down because it's often hard to remember what you're doing at night. Um, I think only a few times I recall. <laughs> we have digressed audience, but this is so interesting, isn't it? Um, a few times I've um, become consciously aware as I'm coming back in, and my God, do I hit that bed. I feel like I, when I come into the body, it's not nice. So I'm really glad we do it and we don't really recall. Because if you can recall coming back in, it's like, ugh, like, no. And a boom, and a, you, this jolt. <gasps> And it's like you're getting your first breath or something. Um, I didn't. I've never. I didn't like that experience, but I've done it a few times. It's not something yeah. I would recommend because you, when you experience the difference between like not being in the body, and then and you've got the comparison of being in the body, and you don't want to be. It's gonna go. And they say that at people, don't they, who've had near death experiences, they don't want to come back, and they go, "No, you've got to go back. <laughs> Get in there," you know, and they don't like it. They don't like it yeah. because it's a pain body, isn't it? It's, it's physical pain. It's in all the others. So we have digressed. Come on. <laughs> I knew this would happen with you, Preston. I knew it. Fascinating. Right. Hold on. Put on the brakes now because we're going into door number five. Now in door number five, um, I'm now eating. I'm munching away because you're going to give me another amazing explanation here. I just know it. And I'm writing notes to plagiarize everything you say. Remember that. <laughs> On the back of all that we spoke about who we are um, and the nature of this reality and, you know, we're saying the extension of us and everything. Who is E.T.? Now, E.T. is an umbrella word. It, it covers all dimensional beings, of angels or elementals or leprechauns or fetus, everything. So in the paranormal, so you could even put Bigfoot in if you wanted to. Um, we don't have them in the UK, by the way, unless someone would like to correct me. I've never heard of it here. Only the Americans have a Bigfoot. But from your truth and on the back of what we've just really gone deep into, who is E.T.? Who's the guy on the wall? Who is he? <laughs> <sighs> ETs are people. It's that simple. Um, they are us. We are them. Um, I don't think there's nearly the separation that people like to, you know, ascribe to ETs. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you know, we're they're extraterrestrials. They're foreigners. They're aliens. I'm like, mm, they're friends. They're people. Yeah. They are more alike us than different. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing to me because. I've talked to so many people who've had these experiences, had some myself, and uh, they're all humanoid. They're all human. They all have, you know, arms and legs and a, you know, a body. They walk upright. They walk upright. Yes, it kept me out of the field actually initially because I'm like, well, this sounds very much like Star Trek. I heard people talking about ETs. I'm like, hmm, I would expect ETs to have claws and tentacles and be blobs or yeah, you know, yeah, be something yeah. so unbelievably different we couldn't even imagine it yeah. and uh nope nope they are us we are them this is the message that it's they give suit, to us it's the suit that they wear like the suit that we wear it's a suit they i always say yeah. they are part of us they're not um separate from us one because they are consciousness too they are divine beings but more if you take it from the homo sapien perspective is homo sapien sapien is they're in our 3D reality. They're in this illusion or whatever it is. They're in it too. So there's a connection. They yeah. haven't come from another universe. We are the other universe, and they are. And they're just a different expression of consciousness. Um, we have a lot of emotion. We're, I mean, it seems that this um, earth is a place where you learn emotions and you express emotions more than anything because it's run on polarity of emotions good bad happy sad fear non-fear whatever um these well in my experience these beings 
don't have the human emotions, but it doesn't mean they're not connected to us. Yeah, I think some they've do. Evolved. But, I think but, they've evolved. Yeah, I think you're, I mean, there's some, some truth to this for sure. There's something really, really special about being human. Yeah, there is. Um, because we get to experience emotions in its like rawest state. <laughs> and it is awesome. I mean, it's at really. The time, come on, Preston. At the time when you don't have an understanding, I mean, I always say it on my shows. When way back in the day, and um, when I never had had an understanding of who I was, um, I I was the best victim. It hurt. My God, did it hurt? It you know, I I can look back now and say, oh, I can see it as it was. It was an experience, and there was nothing personal to it. But at the time when you're not awake, um. It's it's really shitty stuff that you go through, um, but obviously, again, I'm now aware that I wrote the script to do it. I chose to experience the polarity of what is deemed evil and non-evil. I just I yeah. chose. Now I'm aware, but when if you're not aware, going through it, you you know, it's a bit. It's definitely the dark night of the soul. <laughs> yeah. and, hey, emotions are fun. I love them. I'm a, I'm an emotional guy. I mean, I'll cry at commercials. Um, I but I love it. I mean, when something is funny and it just you can't stop laughing, <laughs> there is nothing quite like it. Just no. bits of uncontrollable laughter. I love it. <laughs> but have you always been like that? I laugh at everything now. But when I was younger, I didn't. And I didn't then because I didn't know who I was. Um, but now I can laugh at any, I, I laugh at the law. I laugh at what's <laughs> on TV. I laugh at the illogical statements that are being said that don't make no sense because I'm saying, wake the fuck up, it's a dream, it's not real. We're in a. I laugh now, but I didn't laugh back in the day. For those that are coming to this point where they're having to work on the emotions, because you've got to do the work on yourself, you have to. And I was going to ask you because. I don't know, okay? These beings that I've experienced, they don't have these emotions. Um, no, we're all equal in the whole of the universe because we're all from the one. However, they've done, I would say, they sort of experienced similar to us before maybe. They've had to go through the emotions and now they're telepathic, they're one, there's no judging, there's no killing, there's no mating, all that we do. Um, do you feel this ET, I'm digressing again, but do you feel that their connection is so strong with us now? I'm, I will touch on this later on, is because they're assisting us, but I want to touch on it before we get to door number number eight. Well, well, yeah, I mean, this is what I mean by they are us, we are them. A lot of people on earth, I think, are probably ETs incarnating into the human experience because yeah. they want to have, you know, I yeah, I wouldn't and, and all of us have had past lives all across the spectrum yeah and the people are like oh i want to meet an alien i'm like well you know you want to meet another species huh look at your dog yeah you know look at the dolphins you know, oh yeah i would yeah. say the whales the whales yeah. the seals now they definitely i mean the dolphins are definitely what you what we would label et birds yeah. all the animals yeah. you know we are in a world filled with different species yeah. Yeah. And this is exactly what ETs are. They are like us. They, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that they are absolutely incarnating with us, and especially for people who are having experiences, yes, and are being taken on board and stuff. You're yeah. one of them, and yeah, and, and uh, I, I think that's true actually for everybody. With them, it, it it's always been every time that I've had contact. It's always since a child. It's been familiarity, felt safe. I know you. And it was like home. I can't even explain what it feels like. It's So, yeah, there is, you know, I, I don't know as yet if I am um, E.T. pretending to be a human or I am a human a soul pretending to be human. I don't know. I can't even work that shit out at the moment. It's just too, too um, magnificent, the experience. I can't even go there. The mind can't do it. The mind yeah. can't grasp this. You just say, okay, I just allow it, whatever it is. And I do say now, you know, I used to have this, I can't do truths anymore. I'm sure that I truly, my truth is I am conscious having a human experience. And even that's been shattered because I'm becoming aware I'm more than just that word. 
because you know what is the components of consciousness and you have to go so deep down the rabbit hole the mind can't go in there as yet until i meet another being that can come down the rabbit hole with me that we might be able to get so my truths are changing constantly and it's more joyous it's more joyous and i go fuck i'm not that either oh oh, well never mind (laughs) (laughs) that's what's amazing about being a you know in this experience is it's inexplicable it is yeah. just by its nature yeah infinite oh. infinite yeah. and i'm incredible yeah. and we talk about you know astral projection and one point i realized like you know that's not actually the right term because yeah. what we are doing is not astral projection at all what we're actually doing is going home yes um, life is actually a projection Life's you, a projection. Are, we are projecting Experience down to the physical plane. Yes. That's the projection. That's the projection. <laughs> the projection is experiencing being human. Exactly. Like, us and talking now is just, you know, we're in a dream. Me and you. <laughs> I'm not going there. We're going to go. <laughs> Let's not go there at the moment. Let's go to the next door. We've already, we're in door number six now. We've got three doors left. We're in door number six. We have touched upon this. Um, quite in detail so I don't know if we can add any more because you've already raised this like you must be psychic Preston how are we connected now we've already covered it because I normally pose you know many questions to really expand upon it but you've already covered that we've spoken about how we are connected they are us we are them and it's quite possibly that you're gray sitting there in a suit and I'm a gray too (laughs) there is no frigging human beings and we're all grays just having fun. Who knows? It really wouldn't surprise me. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's it's just a game. I'm yeah, playing. We're, we're, we're all just consciousness. You know, the way I look at it is like pondering infinity. Yeah. And you, if you just kind of sit and meditate on infinity, yeah. at one point I realized like, well, I mean, if infinity is real, this shatters any conception of distance or separation because infinity if you go far away enough from it and look at the universe it's a tiny little dot yeah you cannot measure infinity which means that we are all one and when you go to the other side and you can like fly across great distances in an instant you start seeing the future and the past time collapses yes Space collapses. Yes, because it doesn't exist. That's the illusion. Yeah. That's, yeah, there, that's the human experience to have the, the time-space continuum, to have the polarities. We, we've put, we, you know, we've gone out of body from home to, to the illusion. Yeah? We've yeah. projected here to have it. I No, I am in total agreement with you. And I do feel you've touched on another valid point there. The more and what we're seeing now of awakening of beings – I don't know if I can call them beings anymore because I've just run out of words to talk about this. Um, at some point, we will be telepathic. Is they're having these experiences and they have this not in the reality of the concept, and they're just coming in and you can just see it. It's everything is shattering around and the time. People are saying there's no time. What's happened? Or there's missing time? Or so everything's being shifted right in front of everyone's eyes however i will say for those that choose to see it for those that choose to see it at the moment eventually you won't have a choice but apart from that we're going to move come off that because i'll go down another rabbit hole so we've got door number seven and we've got door number eight and because your answers have been so expansive and detailed and covered a vast ground um the last two were why are they here why are they interested in us well, we have touched upon that, but we can put door seven and eight together. I've only mixed the doors once before, and that was with Sonia Barrett, because she was absolutely amazing as well, you know, giving her, oh, it was just awesome. I learned so much from Sonia. I call her the consciousness queen. When she talks, you just go, vroom, everything I knew was wrong, and there you go, you're off. So why are they here, and why are they interested in us? Now, for my truth is, if we take it from the homo, the experience of being human, yeah, um, they're here to assist um, the transition of what is 
even though I know it's already happened and it's done, we'll go into that, um, they're here for the beings on the planet that are not awake to awaken to assist in the awakening of each individual limited consciousness. Would you, does that resonate with you? It's hard to get that out. Yeah, yeah. I've, having interviewed so many people who've had ET experiences, I've come to re realize, I think we've got a pretty good handle on their agenda. You know, yeah. why are they here? Yeah. Because I'm like, wow, they're sure interested in us. They are fascinated by all things human, all things earth. Yeah. They're collecting animals, yeah. plants. They're taking our genetic material. Yeah. And I started looking objectively, like what yeah. is actually happening? Let's you... step back and look at what yeah. the facts. Mm. And the facts are, yes, they are examining us physically. Yeah. Yeah. They are absolutely interested in our genetics. They are re... I think they're upgrading humanity is what I think. I, I, well, I've oh, experienced oh. Um, a contact... A couple of contacts, I've experienced that when they didn't say the word up, upgrade, but when they were asked what you're doing, and they said oscillating, oscillate, which is increasing the frequency, upgrade, it's an upgrade. I've actually, and I know other experiences have had similar, different terminology, but similar, yeah, upgrading. Like you've turned into the worst type of human ever, getting murdering, raping, stealing, judging. You've done your experience. It's now time to, it's basically to get us out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's simple yeah. as that. Get us out of here. That's and that's why I think their main agenda is really to increase our consciousness yes. and awareness and wake us up to the, yeah. you know, if we all were telepathic, and we are, we are, but we're, we are compartmentalized. Yes. to a certain extent yeah. and they're trying to break down those walls so we yeah. realize like yeah. we are actually immortal yeah we, we are these incredibly expansive beings and once we can sort of get through these walls that we've compartmentalized our mind yeah. into yeah and see that we are telepathic all yeah. the greed all the corruption all the lies oh the lies um are will go away we don't yeah. need them um, and that's exactly what's happening. This is, I think, their primary agenda. Yes, they warn people about nuclear proliferation, wars, and Good. pollution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really, they're trying to say, look, look who you are. Look what yeah. you can do. Yeah. You can see the future. Yeah. You can travel out of your body. Yeah. You have past lives. Yeah. Now, this is what they are really I, trying I'm to in wake total agreement. Up. I mean, I am... 100% from my truth at the moment in total agreement with you. Um, you. You can choose to perceive on whatever you want, but my truth is exactly the same. After, you know, so many decades of experiencing this um, and still today, the joy in my heart that each time the contact come, we can say another awareness come of who I was. It was a process. It was a process. It was a process. Yeah. And there could have, only here for, for humanity to move on to the next stage. I, but I just say, can you get me out of here? <laughs> you know, and it's like, no, there's a bit more to do. Um, but I agree with you. I, they're not a threat. There's the, the only agenda is, is because they're consciousness. These are unconditional, uh, I can't talk, fog brain. These are unconditional beings of love. Yeah. And people say, well, they do this, Gloria, and they take, you know, say, well, what do you do? You know, what, what do you do in the lab with animals? In it, what do humans do? Um, you know, when medicine started in this country, oh, my God, you don't want to know what they did to find out about the human body and where is the appendix? And they didn't have any anesthetic. And do you know what I mean? It's, there's no difference. And what we do, we always demonize others, but ourselves, we've already done it, so to speak. Does that does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. There's people who tell me, oh, you know, I don't like these experiences I'm having. You know, they're very scary. They're evil. They're evil. You know, they're kidnapping me against my will. I'm like, okay, wait, let's relax for a second and let's look at what actually happened to you. Did they actually hurt you? You know, and because contactees are extraordinarily kind people. They're extraordinarily psychic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, psychic. And, and, and what I've, when I work with people, they often start in a place of intense fear and trauma. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, sometimes I think this is what people need to move out of complete denial and the fear-based thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. and when someone has like pulled on board and they're being examined by grays and they're like, ah, what are you doing? Take that needle away. And, and the ETs will, you know, render them unable to move and yeah. they will suppress their memories and put them back because they're not wanting to scare people. They're not no, wanting they're to not. hurt people. And, that, and people don't understand that, suppressing the memory. Yeah. To take away the fear, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so what um, we need to do as a, you know, if you're having experiences is move past the fear, because when you're in that state of intense fear, um, we automatically jump to evil. This is bad. You know, yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. Um, and people who move past that fear barrier, and I see this constantly, and this is borne out by the research of many other UFO researchers, John Mack, Barbara Lamb, Dolores Cannon, mm -hmm. Edith Fiore, they'll all tell you the same thing. Mm -hmm. ETs are not here to hurt you. Yeah. They're, they're not torturing people. There's no, what I would call sadism, where people are taken on board and like tortured for fun. No, that's a human thing. That, that is a human trait, and you cannot judge another species by your own species. You cannot do it. And I would just add to that, you know, because I've heard this too. Um, I've had six children, two emergency cesareans. Let me tell you, for the surgeons to save my life before I went unconscious, they didn't care what I felt, what I did. I was flopped about, stabbed, whatever, cut, what, because their intention was to fix me as fast as as quickly as possible. Um, that I had more trauma ha um, having two emergency cesareans than I, I had no trauma with any of my experiences. In fact, after each one, I become more aware something had been done to shift me. You know, the last one at Christmas in the UK here, that's when I started the, my Open Mind show. And look, now I'm on the podcast. More aware, more aware. So I agree with you. And, and and I do speak to other experiences and I say, you know, let's you need to speak to someone, I think, if you if you have that fear, someone who can be um understanding and listen to you and deconstruct the whole experience with you. Um, because that's what I do. Until you realize what you thought was a fearful thing wasn't even that. Yeah, I think what people need to realize yeah. is this is from a very high spiritual perspective. Yes. We are trapped here on earth and it can be like hard to figure things out, but we choose our experiences. Yes. We choose to come here and experience loss, experience yeah. pain, experience yeah. grief, separation, yeah. individuality. Yeah. And yes, you came here to experience the trauma. Yes. Um, it's something that wakes us up to realize, pushes us towards questioning. Yeah. And who are we? Yeah. And what is identity? And why are we actually here? Love it. And is the universe dangerous? No, it's no. not. No. no, it's safe. It's and a I safe mean, universe. It's dangerous if you put human beings in it. Then it's a bit dodgy. <laughs> I always say no, that. No, no. Humans are <laughs> wonderful. They are. All, if you get to know anyone, you know, I, I just think people get to a place of fear and you know fighting for survival and we have been trained to fear yeah. there is an evil i mean just looking at this planet there is an evil element on it we wouldn't have the unequal distribution of wealth we wouldn't have I mean, the divisiveness the the um, evil what you perceive to be evil is illusional yeah that serves the function that may upset a few people if you listen to the whole conversation you know between me and preston from our truth and because we perceive it that way there isn't nothing to fear. And the more that you become um, um, and observe from that perception, then what you perceive to be evil dissipates. It just disappears. It doesn't happen. It goes. It stops. That's why people are saying to me, my God, someone I never thought, you know, they were da-da-da. They're now asking me about this. And I'm going, if you if you do the work on yourself, whoever you communicate with around you, that energy is just going to share straight out. And they'll start dropping their fears too. So it's gone from the individual to, to the collective. You know, Preston, you were, I knew you would. 
You are absolutely amazing. I, it's been fun and I feel such joy when I talk to you because you're such a happy energy. I love it. And um, before <laughs> we close the podcast, um, and I will have you back on for the special we're recording, I think, next week where you share your life journey in more detail. Is there anything, you know, we've done the eight doors, okay, is there anything that you would really like to add to the audience who are either just coming interested in this or just towards the awakening and or anything you want to share that they might be able to take away from the podcast to help them? Um, well, I think we've covered quite a bit, but I would just say, you know, have fun, enjoy life. Yeah. You know, don't live in a fear state, meditate and realize how wonderful it is to be on earth. How just look at the trees, yeah. you know, listen to the children laughing, listen, you know, feel the water when you do the dishes, how yeah. wonderful that feels, mm-hmm. you know, having toast in the morning and eggs and coffee. Yeah. I mean, this is such a fun thing. Enjoy it. Because we're not going to be here long, you know. We no, talk no, about like, no, we're definitely not. We're definitely not. <laughs> Life know, may seem long, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's like a blink of an eye. Um, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so, so, so much indeed. Now, if anyone would like to follow you, I don't mean as in stalking, but you know, <laughs> follow you. Do, what do you have? Channels, books? Just throw out a few. Sell yourself shamelessly for the moment. Um, where can they find you? <laughs> I do have a website. If you just punch in my name, it should be a, take you right there. PrestonDennett.Weebly.com. Oh. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I've got a bunch of books on Amazon. Ooh. I have a YouTube channel, which yeah, I am having so much fun with. Oh, um, yeah, I'm putting up book after book after book. This is there a fun, go. fun time. There you I think, go. you know, earth is changing fast. But, Very um, fast is. I'm but, I'm trying to keep up at the moment, and it's like, yeah. yeah, it is a bit like that. Well, on that note, I'd like to thank you, Preston. So just stay there. Um, thank you for watching the show, and I hope you can take something from it. If you can't, put it to one side. But if something resonates, um, you know, follow it up. Just you, you've got nothing to lose to make a different choice, or you may want to watch this podcast a few times because. I've done that even when I'm interviewing people. I have to go back a few times to absorb what's going on. But thank you very much, audience. Please keep um, supporting and uh, subscribing. I can't talk anymore today. And I'll see you on the next conversation. Bye, everybody, for now. Thank you. Bye. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.